0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Tag Team. I am your host, Riley Holbert, joined by my good friend and co-host, J.W. Krewal, looking fresh today. J.W., how are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing really well, Riley. Thank you for asking. (laughs) For
0: sure, man. So, I think we're really getting into the thick of it at this point. Um, Dallas is just around the corner, and Cosmic Eclipse is quickly on the way out at this point in the format. And it's kind of interesting to see how things have evolved Today we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of Cosmic Club Standard, uh, go over the League Cup that I was at this past weekend, and any insight that JW happens to have, but the large focus today, we're planning to be on expanded format. Uh, We have done quite a bit of testing at this point, of course we want to do quite a bit more um, going into Dallas, and we're excited to share that insight with you, because we are leaks of our leaks. of our knowledge, and we want to share that with you. So we'll just start from the beginning. Um, there was a cup last weekend in Illinois, a 1K at NRG. I ended up taking it home with our Sylveon, which was pretty fun. JW, have you gotten to play any standard events recently?
1: I have not. The last one was the one that we went to a couple weeks ago. Oh, jeez, so. man. You're falling I know. behind. It, I know. It's a, it's a dearth. <laughs> of events over here for us, I like can't even make it to league challenges. Uh, it's it's pretty bad. I want to play some poke, but I can't.
0: <laughs> Are there's you just nothing, like too busy, or there's nothing there's close nothing enough? In the
1: area or yes, I'm I'm busy. I was busy last weekend. I'm going to be busy this weekend. It's a whole thing.
0: It's a whole dang thing, man. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> well, at least you've got some chances to test expanded. So that's true. I'm sure you'll have some great insight there. Um, yes. But standard is certainly evolving, and I think a really interesting direction. We saw this format start, and it was pretty much just like ADP and Abilities Art and Mewtwo were the, the decks. And Mewtwo has kind of risen up and stayed at the top. Uh, Charizard has faded completely out of the picture, it feels like, at this point. ADP feels half dead, at least in the ways that it was at the start of the format. Uh, the birds variant has kind of come from here i actually Jay, what are your thoughts of the adp birds deck
1: i mean it's kind of cool i was talking to somebody <laughs> today and they're like hey i got top four and top two uh at a cup or at, you know at two cups the last weekend so anything is possible
0: anything is possible <laughs> so you're saying you don't like the deck <laughs>
1: Uh, it wouldn't be what I choose, but I could see how somebody <laughs> would like to have. You know, I, could, this I is would like
0: a I really would, roundabout way to say you don't like a deck.
1: No, 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 no. I could see how somebody would like to choose it because we kind of have like Cosmic Eclipse didn't really bring any new decks outside of ADP to the metagame. So I feel like it's, it's really felt pretty stale. And I think that's part of why people have been, you know, saying maybe this standard isn't, um, so fun or isn't so interesting because we've seen a lot of the top decks for a while. You know, you think of Mewtwo dating back to worlds, basically in the same construction as it was back then. Um, you know, abilities art is a thing like uh, guardian still kind of that same idea. So I think people are getting a little bit bored and uh, you know, one of the best ways to cure that boredom is to play a ridiculous trio <laughs> tag team
0: yeah i mean plus 300 hp is nothing to scoff at and right. the greens engine is probably better to whatever the heck adp was doing before with its weird conglomeration of cards <laughs> <laughs> but it still feels kind of like a conglomeration of random cards like it almost feels like you went into your bulk bin and pulled out a bunch of stuff through it in deck. yeah
1: <laughs> i mean it definitely like adp has always kind of felt like that beginner deck right where you're just like hey this card looks good i'm just gonna play it um <laughs> and now even more so right with the bird trio. because they you're like, man, this is such a cool card, especially if you have the kind of the stained glass hollow, uh, yeah. promo. Like, that's <laughs> such a cool card. Like, why wouldn't you want to play that?
0: For sure, man. For sure. It is actually a really beautiful card. I will yeah. say it's, yeah. The three different energy requirements, I think, really is what tilts me Sure, sure. It's so funny, right? Like you, you, have, get... you have to attack turn one with the Victini with a fire energy to put a water and a metal on your ADP. <laughs> <laughs> so that way you can attach a fire, a water, and an electric to your bird trio. It's broken. <laughs> this is like, there's too many energies, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> like... At what point in Pokemon's history do you realistically play a four different basic energy deck? Right. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's totally bizarre. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of that deck, but it's definitely grown quite a bit. But I think the real rock star at the tail end of the Swarmant, we talked about this last week, is Giratina Garchomp. And if you told me at the start of Unified Minds that Giratina Garchomp was going to be a premier deck paired with the Greens engine, I would tell you that you're absolutely insane. (laughs) Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, But lo and behold, it's almost... I don't really know why it's emerged to be so good. I really like playing it, but I think it's just because it's so simple, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you linear attack and you uh, Calamitous Slash, and that's there's always something that you can kind of do with it right And i think that's what makes it good right
1: for sure i mean it has like kind of this inherent draw right in the mismagius. um it has a lot of coverage against a lot of matchups for sure you work your way out of things or um you know it has a really good gx attack
0: yeah i think there's <laughs> just a lot of things i work for it yeah, for sure. And you even get to play fun cards, too. Like, you talk about playing the bird in ADP. You get to play Roxy and Weezing, <laughs> which, crazy, I, yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> uh, you know, if you think attaching three different energy to your bird trio is fun, I think discarding two Weezings off a of Roxy is, like, the most fun thing. <laughs> <laughs> you get to remind your opponent to put the 20s and stuff. I know, right? So cool. Yeah, for sure. But that deck, I found, was really frustrating to me because I didn't have all the cards for it and it was everywhere at my locals. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about me, it's that I love <laughs> control decks. Um, and Pidgey kind of struggles against Wheezing putting damage all over your board with like no regard for anything else. Absolutely. Um, so I had, I, un- be very begrudgingly packed up my Pidgeys, put them away, and I pulled out an old favorite from the world championships in Guardian. It's like, hey, weakness is a thing. I think the matchup is actually a lot closer than weakness would imply, um, just because of weak guard energy. And I think a good GG end can really uh ruin Guardian's day, to sure. be honest. And I don't think my opponents on Gear King Garchomp use GG End as effectively as they could have. Sure. Um but regardless, I ran up with Guardian. And it was a pretty fun time. Round one, I was against a BHM deck, and I saw the uh, I saw them pull out their BHM, and I'm like, oh no! I literally <laughs> lose because they get out the stupid nine tails with the ability, and I just can't do anything. I yeah. have no way around it whatsoever. Um, turns out, and I, this is when I almost knew I was going to win the whole tournament is they turn one elms right, oh, and they get <laughs> yeah. they start at a Pidgey. They get uh-huh. one other Pidgey and two Pidgeotos. Oh, you're. <laughs> and I knew at that point they had no way to get their Nine Tails. They had like no way to get BHM that turn. And I was just uh-huh. going to win that turn, <laughs> or at least uh, yeah. that round. I felt pretty good about that round. <laughs> it was super funny. Um, and like my opponent was like, "Yeah, my prizes were pretty bad." And then I was like, "Yeah, let me guess. You prize Pidgey, Pidgeotto, <laughs> Nine Tails, this sure. th-. and I guess like five and six prizes, just because they were just that bad." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> so that That's pretty- went well. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Needless to say. And then I was against a Mewtwo deck round two, and I kind of, you know, hit him with the old classic Power Plant. uh sure. Pretty good card, I've got to say. Um, went against an ADP Birds round three. And that deck can actually get a little scary for Guardian, um, because what they can do is if they focus entirely on the Birds, um, they can kind of heal you for a little bit and then shuffle the bird back and mm-hmm. spread damage, which sets up these crazy knockouts. Um, so what I did is I just turn one immediately gusted the bird <laughs> before it had like energy on it and just hit it. And that was kind of my path to win. I think I gusted the bird three turns in a row. Okay. And just kept hitting it until I finally ma- magical miracled. So what happened was they shuffled in and like did the 110 and they yeah. removed all of their energy from the board and, and then I magical <laughs> miracle and attacked three times and I won broke it was pretty awesome <laughs> uh, and then I was like a Tina shop that couldn't draw their weakness card energy so I KO'd them in like three yeah. turns sure so that felt good I did the last two rounds and I was in top cut top cut was looking pretty scary because there was several pidgey players in the midst um, and the BEM guy was in a winning end. He had like climbed back from the 0 1 start with BEM and was ready to destroy me in Top Cut. But then he lost yeah. his winning end to Mewtwo. So it kind of yeah. all worked out perfectly. Sure. Um, sure. And so it was set up that I would play Pidgey in top four. And I was against Mewtwo in top eight. I yeah. barely beat the Mewtwo actually because they played two chaotic well, which I was frankly surprised by. Okay. Um, but I do get there with kind of a typical Guardian strategy of just power plant reset stamp. Um, and Xander Perro ends up beating the Pidgey, so I end up facing his Tina Chomp deck instead of Pidgey, which okay. felt great. <laughs> that series actually was pretty crazy because I had a convincing game one, a very close game two that I lost, and game three was looking pretty close. He reset stamps me to like two, or maybe three, and KOs a Guardi, and so I have, like, a three energy guardy, and that's basically it. Um, but I <laughs> I have Tie switch in my hand and energy, and I get a greens. So I greens for the chair, and I have a switch as well. So I greens for, like, or I at least have one of the pieces. So I greens for the stuff to finish off the Lugia combo. Lost zone, his last guillotine guard chomp, and then he's basically screwed but he's not xander pro isn't just gonna give up right like he's gonna right, try. right so he right. has a mis he has a mischievous on the board <laughs> he promotes it like tries to, put you to sleep or something what's right the... so like the mischievous does 10 anywhere is the attention. oh 10. okay but the okay. mischievous has 60 hp as well so like the lugia psychic will kill it so he has right. to gust up my one energy guardian uh-huh. <laughs> and then he evolves into mismagius and he's like, I'm just, and he attaches an energy to it. And he's like, I'm going to attach three times and I'm going to start hypnoblasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he does that and he reset stamps me to like one. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess this is happening now. Um, I, I just need to either wake up and draw an energy or draw any of my like very numerous hard switch outs. And I win. Yeah. Um but he actually gets all three energy on there and attacks me like four times (laughs) and i'm like healing with great potions and stuff but i'm like getting down to the wire i think my my guardian has like two attacks left in it after all the healing that i did um and finally i get a like a coach trainer and draw into the the and lana so the next turn he just has to not draw (laughs) the reset stamp again yeah and he rocks these with one pokemon and draws, like, three of his seven-card deck and doesn't hit the reset stamp. Dang. And I was able to <laughs> that it. That actually
1: sounds really tight, yeah.
0: <laughs> pretty crazy. It was it was very entertaining, I will say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine you guys, like, just kind of being, you know, silly
0: about it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun for sure. Um, but then I go into the finals, against this really nice kid. He's also playing um, Tina Garchomp, which... Or... I think I, like... Yeah, Tina Garchomp. And, uh... It, which goes to show, like, how popular it is in the area. I played it in Swiss and twice in Cut. Um, sure. But he wasn't playing the Roxy version, which I think is strictly better against Guardian,
1: um, because he gets right. to get additional damage.
0: Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> and so, like, his mom... They, it's like a... The kid's, like, 16 years old, and his mom is, like, coming to pick him up, and... <laughs> He's like, oh, we just got the one round left. And uh, so oh, his man. mom sits down. He's like, oh, I'll just watch that. And uh, I, I like 2-0 the guy in like 15 uh, minutes. It felt, it felt kind of bad.
1: You're savage, And I like, right?
0: I turn to his mom and I'm like, I swear the rest of his day was definitely better than this. Like, <laughs> like consoling her. It's like, oh, I just lowered my chair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like, I felt kind of bad. Like I didn't want to like embarrass anyone or like make the mom think he's bad at cards or- Right, right. right. <laughs> but I'll definitely take the Doveski for sure. Like- Of course, I mean, yeah. No prisoners, no prisoners what... for sure. Absolutely. So, cool. So I took that uh, map. It sounds,
1: like a, it sounds like a pretty epic
0: League Cup. Yeah, it was really fun. And uh, Guardian actually ended up winning here in Ohio or I guess there in Ohio. As well, um, very similar list. It seems like Guardian has kind of emerged as one of, if not the best deck in this format, which is another shocker heading into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people thought Dragon types were going to be good in this format, but I don't think that particular Dragon type that they were thinking about was going to be Giratina shop Sure. So uh, it's just been interesting. I think, <clears throat> excuse me. I think if you had to change Guardian moving forward, there's the only card that really catches my eye to like better address the current meta is I think Ana Porter could be really good in the deck.
1: Ana Porter, yeah, for against uh, against Mewtwo. So again,
0: against Mewtwo you can Spirit, move the rainbows, Spirit. but against Spiritium and Garchomp you can greens directly into the weakness guard removal, as ah. opposed to greens for Faba. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So like you don't have to play any two hit KO game. You're just like, all right greens andna Porter put that on this magius you're dead <laughs>
1: gotcha yeah which
0: just sounds like an an epic gamer moment for sure that sounds so filthy to use anna Porter <laughs> plus like you get to declare anna Porter which is not <laughs> something you get to do all the time right for sure so that's super fun so there's definitely a mean yeah. factor to it there definitely is so if you're you on the cups right now you i you definitely recommend to- guardian i think it's really really strong in the standard format it deals with one prize decks incredibly well the only bad matchup i think guardian takes right now is like stall and fire but fire's on the low right now and, and not everybody stall, plays like, stall at locals that's for sure right right yeah <laughs> so good i'm enjoying guardian do you have any other decks that you're liking in standard right now you'd recommend it for a cup
1: Mm, no not really i mean i've heard a lot of talk about adp bird trio we talked a little bit about that earlier um you know i i just don't actually have any events until dallas so i haven't been thinking about standard too much um but you know i would take that i'd take birds you know i'm i'm an unabashedly
0: uh stan of birds so for sure uh, i think what bothers me most about birds is if you play it I played birds a lot, like, a lot of stall decks in my first, you know, first part of this quarter, and I think they're really good and really strong, but sometimes you just want to take some prize cards, you know? Sure. (laughs) Sure. And it's, like, at least when you're a deck that takes prize cards, you have a little bit less of a right to complain about your prize cards, right? Right. Whereas, like, birds can be hard killed. I had multiple games in the past couple weeks where I prized, like, double stamp and you, you just, just kind of lose. <laughs> Do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, you know, if I try to stamp with Guardian, I could I could draw the stamp You can draw them again. Yeah, uh, there you like, go. <laughs> like, like that's pretty sick. Like if you think about it, drawing a prize card is like having a bird out. <laughs> it's so filthy. It's just so filthy. So, cool. Yeah, super fun stuff. Before we get into expanded, I did want to give a quick shout out to Full Grip Games. Full Grip Games does sponsor the stream and they helped out with our giveaway. With the red and blue last week. We do want to do more tag team supporter giveaways. Uh, JW, I don't know. We'll have to talk about which one we want to do next. I think Cynthia and Caitlin, if we give away that, will be the last one that we do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, but maybe like a Guzman Hollow would be cool going into Expanded. That would um, be pretty cool. So be on the lookout for that as well. And if you want to soup up your game or expand your meta into Dallas, be sure to check out Full Grip Games or FullGripCodes.com and they'll be hooking you up with the good stuff for cheap. Cool. So looking ahead though, Dallas Regional Championship is in just a week and a half. And mm-hmm. I think your sights have been set on it for well over two months now.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm honestly a little bit tired of it. Like <laughs> I've done so much that yeah. I feel like my brain is just melting and I just need to play the tournament. You know, it's like I've done, Yeah more preparation than than many people I know and I'm like really excited to talk about some things uh, <laughs> but sometimes I feel like I don't even have a level to talk about things with you know people don't have the same uh, grasp of the meta that I feel like I do right. you know the tournament may come the tournament may come and I might go 03 drop uh you know just thereby proving all of my uh, <laughs> testing However, you know, I just wanted to be here because there's all this conjecture, all this. um, I feel like I've placed this tournament on just such a high pedestal with how much effort I have put into the format, how much I've discussed it, how much we've talked about it on the show. And it's just time for it to be here. Time to put my money where my mouth is
0: and, you know, show the world what we got. And I think, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think you're at that point in like, tournament prep where you prep so much that like every little thing starts to freak you out because <laughs> it like any small yeah. shake to the way that you're viewing the meta is like a big yeah. deal now
1: <laughs> yeah or or too it's like you know i have a best deck but then there's like a new deck that comes up that counters that deck so then you like counter the counter and then like you get down this really
0: bad yeah you end up in this horrible <laughs> feedback loop where like <laughs> everything yes. beats everything and like you need to find the thing that beats all of those things and... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it it can be really
1: rough and for somebody like me that kind of obsesses over that like finding the perfect 60 cards to play i get trapped i can get trapped <laughs>
0: yeah for sure i know i know you like to find your perfect 60s so let's talk about that then um before the podcast we talked about kind of what we thought might be the top decks heading into the Dallas metagame. Do you want to review those for us really quickly?
1: I would say the top like five decks, probably in terms of the amount of people playing them are going to be dark Ryan Guardy. I would, I would imagine will contend for about the top spot with maybe 15% of the meta 15 to 20%. I, I would imagine. Um, I think ultra Necrozma should see a lot of play. And Mewtwo should see a significant amount of play. I don't know if, um, you know, Mewtwo is the choice of a lot of people just because of its difficulty to pilot. Uh, But I do think it'll be there in, you know, top five most played. And then we were talking about this earlier. I kind of feel like the counter decks, things like Lucario, things like Baby Buzzle, Garbodor, things like Lycanroc, Zorark, these kind of fighting counter-esque style decks... Um, I just kind of lumped them together in this fight guys category. I feel like those will comprise one of, some of the top five decks. I've just seen a lot of, you know, you look at the Iowa Cup results where Lucario is kind of doing pretty well. Buzzwole always seems to have the hearts and minds of
0: the masses. Does it anymore, uh, though? I feel like Buzzwole didn't appear at all in uh, in like Portland, at least.
1: Sure, but now that I think Turbo Dark is also more hyped up than it was for those other tournaments so i feel like just people will say hey you know what time to dust off these buzzwills um and then zorak obviously um will be a comfort pick definitely needs to be updated as we were talking about before the stream but i think people will turn to zorak too
0: yeah for sure so let's uh let's talk about some of those decks and then we can elaborate on specific things that we're interested in so you know, there's obviously reasons why people are interested or drawn to these decks, and I'd like to touch on that for for at least some of these five. So, let's start with the top from Turbo Dark. Why do you think Turbo Dark is such a draw right now? What is making that a premier deck that's going to occupy such a large part of this metagame?
1: I think it just hits hard fast. Um, it has answers to, like, a lot of different things. I mean, if you look at some of the hardest counters... Um, In the format right now, I'm thinking of things like Vileplume. I'm thinking of things like, I don't know, Hoopa with the Scoundrel Ring ability. Um, Just these kinds of countery style cards are really well handled by the Dark Decks. Mm -hmm. Um, And while they're also really well handled by the Dark dark Decks, um, Dark Box can also blow up big tag teams you know i find that there's sometimes there are a lot of cards that can handle one or the other uh but not both very well and so this deck really does that uh to to really fine degree
0: yeah i would agree and i'd also like to say that dark is a strategy that generally people enjoy and find super fun (laughs) and appealing i mean what's more exciting than hitting a max elixir man (laughs) i don't think any maybe the birth of your first child maybe but like let's be realistic let's be realistic here like (laughs) would you rather hit the max elixir for your 10th energy on dark turn 1 or would you rather have a firstborn child Mm, that is tough I know I know I'll get back to you (laughs) that's a real thinker for the the listeners and viewers so (laughs) be sure to tweet at us what you would think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah i mean like it's an exciting fun strategy dark patch and max elixir are some of the like sure. just premier cards that people just are fond of and enjoy playing sure um and also hitting a lot of damage is something people like to do i mean we sure right. saw that with fire and standard format people always would gravitate towards just weldering and vomiting damage on the board and it feels like dark kind of emulates that and expanded mm-hmm Absolutely. So then next on the list, we have Guardian. Uh, Guardian mm-hmm. certainly does not hit as hard as Dark, but it has that healing aspect and it has the energy transfer aspect, which is also a very fun strategy. Is there anything else that you think really draws people to Guardian right now?
1: Well, like you said, we were just talking about this earlier in the cast. Guardian has kind of emerged as the standard favorite you know kind of a standard deck that ports over extremely well um, and very easily and very cheaply into expanded and so i feel like that'll be a big draw it's been seeing a lot of success in standard i think if there are decks that can do well in standard and have shown to do well in expanded i feel like that will be a big draw particularly for the newer players but um, even for seasoned veterans guard uh has a lot of of you know durability has a lot of um you know maybe not the cutest plays you can't really make too many cute plays with with guardian but it's just a solid contender for you know it it does what it needs to do most of the time and i think that's a big draw
0: yeah i mean very song gets there for sure (laughs) yeah very good attack sure the only thing that really uh, kind of annoys me i guess about guardian is just like Your damage is relatively capped and a known quantity, Mm -hmm. and your opponent can kind of play around it. Now, granted, you know, the deck has more to it than damage, I think is what really it comes down to. You have a lot of... You play a ton of stadium cards to disrupt your opponent's strategy Mm -hmm. and kind of bring them to your level, which I I guess that's what Guardian is all about, right? (laughs) In Standard and Expanded, it's like you're, you're dictating the game and bringing everyone to your level, and you play the game at that level the best of anyone.
1: Right. Right. And it has, I mean, arguably one of the strongest GX attacks in, in the game, you know, if yeah, you can pull up can a it. miracle and get a silent lab down, then you're really limiting your opponent to maybe drawing one out of, you know, five or six cards left in their deck. That's live. Um, maybe even less in, in a lot of cases. So, you know, uh, the GX is just insanely good and, um, and it's super fun too. I mean, we're talking about the fun factor earlier. Yeah. Like, Having your opponent shuffle their whole hand in, that's super fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so since we're already going to talk about Mewtwo, I'm sure, and particular deck choices within that, um, the other deck I think is worth hitting on as far as why people want to play it is going to be that Ultra Necrozma deck. It's Mm -hmm. been hyped up quite a bit. We kind of ragged on it a little bit the last couple weeks. Uh, My opinion of it's kind of lightened up since then. I think it's better than we originally gave it credit for. I'm not sure if it's a deck that I would ever bring to a regional championship, but it's certainly looking strong. And I mean, even the energy removal on the attack is actually pretty good sometimes. Like it's
1: it's extremely relevant. Yeah. You yeah. were just yeah, the just being able to discard an energy. I mean, it it just puts that much more pressure. If you're not one-shotting, I mean, at least you get that little bit amount of uh pressure on the on the opponent. So I think Ultra Necrozma. I don't love it. Um, It just hasn't been showing the results in testing that I would want my deck to show. Um, I think it's very linear, um, even a little bit more linear than a deck like Gardevoir uh, because you just don't have access to some broken GX attack. You don't really have access to healing. Um, Your guys are very, very fragile, which is something that I would be concerned about. But you do have a lot of strengths in that the attack is very strong. One seventy for one energy, discarding your opponent's energy. Very good. Um, the you know ability to just be a one prizer. Very good. So I think there are a lot of things going for it that people will um, hold on to and grasp and, and want to play uh, with that deck. But for me, it's not something that I love because of its its linear play style.
0: Yeah, I mean for sure the deck is pretty linear. Um... I was actually watching the Zul stream today, and he was trying it out with Counter Energy to kind of delineate the strategy a little bit, Um, adding in stuff like Sudowoodo and Cobalion, which the Cobalion I thought was pretty interesting to deal with Guardian specifically. Sure. Um, But still, I think it remains to be seen how the deck actually fares up against the metagame because it almost feels like the other top decks can kind of choke it out a little bit if they're left unchecked.
1: Yeah, well, I just worry with that deck. It's like, there's a few different ways you can win, right? Um, you can fob away all their energy. You can, um, you know, just run them out of attackers. Um, you know, I, those are like the two primary ones that I'm thinking of, <laughs> but you know, there's just, there's multiple ways that any decks can go to kind of counter the strategy. Like one faBA in your deck, you know, you you have now this this live out to, um, you know, what your opponent's trying to do. So I don't, I wouldn't say I would expect it to perform well based on a conversion percentage. I would expect, you know, a lot of players to gravitate towards
0: it. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so I think that's some interesting takes on some of the bigger decks. Let's talk about some specific things, though, that we have been testing and have been liking so far. So JW, why don't you kick us off with some cards or ideas that you have found particularly interesting?
1: Sure. I mean, I am not one to hide my play at this point. I I'm really between Gardevoir and Mewtwo with Mewtwo. If I had to go tomorrow, I've been I've been telling everyone, like if I if the tournament was tomorrow, knowing all that I know, which is not which is not too much. Again, we're we're talking like my testing has been well above the people in my testing group. You know, not, not saying anything negative, just saying that the hours that I put in versus the hours that my friends have put in is not, you know, not very close. <laughs> um, but I would take Mewtwo in a heartbeat. I think that deck is just so strong, uh, so good. Covers a lot of matchups. Um, there are things you just can't beat, uh, namely Haunch Crow. But <laughs> you have you have outs to just about every other deck in the format. I think one of the biggest boons that Mewtwo got. Uh, between last format and this format is Mega Low I also think that's a really good tech for Gardevoir as well to try to hit higher numbers. Like you said, break that damage cap that Gardevoir has. However, in Mewtwo, it also is a really nice addition to deal with Turbo Dark, to deal with, I don't know, any other random deck that plays a bunch of GXs down. So I like that addition to the deck. Um, other notable additions Guzmahala kind of smooth things out in that mid to late game where you just need a stadium. You just need the double colorless energy. You know, it's it just a very nice kind of not a necessity, but a card that you just like to have. It's always nice when you're able to play it. You're like, okay, I, I can guarantee myself uh, some resources here for sure. I don't know. What, what else about the deck? I just, I just like the deck. You have a lot of attacking options. You can get through just about everything in the format. Um, And it's very consistent. I found that the deck, at least the way I've constructed it, I rarely have hands that I can't work with. um, And I rarely, you know, I'd say 70% of the time I get that, you know, first turn attack uh, with the deck. So I like those odds. I never find that I have too dead of a hand. And um, I really value that going into a regional.
0: Yeah, for sure. I will say Something that we have had some debate about about the deck, and I think is worth discussing, is the debate between Az and Acerola. I think pretty much everyone agrees that some kind of like pickup card is good in the deck, and I we were actually talking about this just this morning um, about what you think might be better in the metagame sure. right now. Sure. um I'm kind of Team Az, and I think you're a pro, you're on the cusp of team AZ right now, if you're not already there. Um, as far as benefits and downsides, AZ offers you the benefit of being able to kind of perform more sneaky plays. You can get out of stall, Lysander stall type scenarios. You can, um, pick up your Jirachi in the mirror match. If they don't have a Jirachi down and get a surprise knockout, which, you know, you'll never complain about one of those. (laughs) Um, with the downside, of course, being that you discard all your stuff when you get that pickup. Um, sure. JW, have you moved over to Team AZ, or are you still feeling Acerola?
1: Yeah, I like AZ. Yeah, for mostly for the fact that in the mirror match, you have a way to remove the Jirachi from the board. So I think there are, there are scenarios where Acerola is better, namely when you want to stream attackers. Like, it's just a little bit better because you can pick up your Mewtwo with energy and, you know move into another mewtwo and still have that energy um but then there are situations where az is better and you outline those very well so i think there are more situations that az is better than acerola so i think right i think at this point i'm i'm firmly az camp
0: yeah i think it's i think acerola is better in that one specific scenario where you're trying to loop attackers repeatedly um, sure Whereas AZ just lets you do more actual plays, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a playmaking card, as opposed to Ace Rolla being a reactive card. Um, I mean, you can even yeah. do stuff, and you I actually, like, <laughs> almost ashamedly forgot. Like, you can just pick up your Shamans into Dene's and use them again with AZ. Um, mm-hmm. Unless there's a Shrine of Punishment in play, you can't do that with your... <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, you can even do really crazy stuff, like you yeah. <laughs> could like pick up a giratina and like discard it and do it again sure <laughs> which, yeah that would be sick if, if i saw someone do that i would be pretty impressed <laughs>
1: be so busted. Uh, people have been playing giovanni's exile which
0: i don't know about that one but yeah i don't know i don't know about that <laughs> anyway. i think i'll play without giovanni's exile on my deck yeah, if I, had to, <laughs> if I had to say <laughs> yeah Um, (laughs) Patron says play scoop up Cyclone instead.
1: Ah, filthy, filthy, uh, filthy call. Anything that you're liking, Riley, I think we've talked about Mewtwo. I mean, we'll probably talk about it again next week just because, again, I am broadcasting that this is probably going to be my play. I'm going to keep everyone updated if I do find something else out, but I feel like the matchup coverage with Mewtwo is certainly good against the field. Now we're just trying to figure out, like, is it good against what I feel the top players are going to bring. Like, is there some other spicy uh, or interesting deck or interesting tech that um, I want to explore a little bit more? And does Mewtwo handle that stuff? Um, I think against the field, Mewtwo very good. We just need to see now if it's going to be good against what I expect the other top players to play.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, Mewtwo is probably my favorite deck right now. And the reason that is, is just because you have a lot of options with it. Uh, there's a lot you can do with just a rainbow energy in a dimension valley and that is really appealing to me i like being able to have different options in different matchups i'm not necessarily a fan of straightforward decks um so i like that a lot some other decks that i've been fond of i mentioned last week i was testing the pidgey deck and (laughs) i mean some of my friends are like super about like messing around with that and trying to get it to work um (laughs) It's just okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I want it to work, though, so I'll probably put a couple more games <laughs> into it. <laughs> um, another deck that I actually think is kind of interesting, and Andrew was testing this the other day, and Catron actually brought up in chat, is Picarom has kind of slid under people's radars a little bit sure. as a potential play. The only thing I don't like about Picarom is that it gets even worse bodied by the fighting decks than Dark does, because it feels like... Fighting can so easily hit the one twenty threshold to just knock yeah. out knock yeah. out Pika. Whereas at yeah. least it has to have like some modifier to hit dark.
1: Yeah, or like um it's uh you know, or the the dark box plays like the little Mew or something, you know? And maybe yeah. even two count. Like there are ways you can kinda you
0: finesse with right. Dark. Exactly. Not so much with Pika Rom. But I it kinda like Pika Rom, it almost feels like a middle point i guess between uh i don't want to say between Mewtwo and dark but kind of where you have like a couple different options you can approach it's not as straightforward as necessarily dark is where you only <laughs> just hit the active for a lot of damage sure. um whereas pgrom has like sniping it has uh right she like paralysis they can go into that after like an n or something um so, I like all those things about it, and it pulls the energy out of the deck. So, like, where Dark needs to hit, you know, four max elixirs and four dark patch and attach for turn and res three dark eye and like all this crazy stuff to sure. get like to the final board state, on just has to hit one max elixir, one energy attachment, and one topic Coco Prism Star, and that is three energy, and you're ready to go. And mm-hmm. from there, you accelerate all the rest of the energy onto the board. Um, right now there are some like ways to, there are obvious ways to be peeker and fighting decks potentially being popular would be horrible um but then also like megalopony can be more of a threat to peeker than the average deck but i don't think it's any more threatening to peeker than it really is to dark um you know what i'm saying like yeah i yeah. dark has has a higher hp threshold but your dark yeah. plays like way more stuff <laughs> sure sure so i don't think it really matters any more than it does for dark um i don't know i think it's just an interesting option it seems like pretty good as well against stuff like um like the ocean necrozma deck because you can just accelerate a ton of energy into play so the energy isn't really a big deal and you can snipe a bunch of damage and ko either attackers or their muck or their artillery and really kind of stunting them a little bit with uh tag bolt so I, don't know, I think it's an interesting play. Uh, a couple people liked Pikaram in Portland, and it certainly hasn't gotten worse since then. So, I don't know. Have sure. you put any thought into Pikaram whatsoever?
1: No, <laughs> no, I haven't. There's there's so many decks in expanded, um, so I just I find if you're if you haven't chosen a deck yet, you don't really know what you want to choose. Um, just pick like two or three, and just really put grind those games don't try to figure out every single deck because uh, gosh, during no. moment, what's that gosh no no that'd be just horrible many. there's too many and again you could get stuck in the loop don't get stuck in the loop guys of you know well this deck beats this deck well this deck beats this deck uh this deck beats this deck and, you know you, you go on forever and then everything beats everything and nothing's good because everything loses something <laughs> or you're you know? almost there <laughs> i know i know but it's like a, it's like an advice coming from a point of
0: knowledge right you can empathize with that <laughs> feeling for experience yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> false <For sure. laughs> make is saying we should just play vika bulu i'm for that yeah <laughs> what about vika mewtwo <laughs> it's
1: broken i think yeah i, I think, think that's the deck. i think
0: that well is think the... about it you can compressor the bulu and an egg row. put a grubbin on board egg row up the vika Bulu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah,
0: I mean, I'm I think, in. I'm there I think there. that might be the BDIF, actually. I'm there,
1: <laughs> Vikum. You Jason says here, in decks such as Turbo Dark, would you want to consider a Giraffe Rig to loss zone the low penny?
0: Um, I don't think that would realistically make a huge difference. um So there's like a couple. If you're playing as Mewtwo, right, and they just. Ca- Let's say you play against Mewtwo, they just KO'd you with a Mega low There's two scenarios there. You have either KO'd something already, and so you just need to KO that Mewtwo to win, so you don't want to waste a turn loss zoning something. Um, or, uh, you haven't KO'd something, so if you spend time lost zoning, all that will do is it'll give them a chance to knock out the Giraffe, and then knock out, like, a Shaman, and then they win off that. So... It feels almost suboptimal to even bother. Mm. Uh, do you see mm. our, do you know where I'm coming from, JW? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing too is like that whole strategy just goes out the window if they just bench the mega low punny. <laughs> right. You have the KO it, it and then shooting. lost I, on it. Right. If I know my opponent is playing giraffe rig, I mean even in, you know, a stall deck or something, and then I'm gonna look to bench as many attackers as I can. So there's always that strat. Um, it's a good thought, you know. You think like, okay, uh, giraffe rig is the big counter to Mewtwo, but uh, you know, or like the so, like a soft counter, I guess, to Mewtwo because you can just get rid of their attackers. But in reality, aside from maybe a stall deck that just looks to stall out your opponent, if it's a prize taking deck, I don't really feel like giraffe rig. Even in like the mirror, doesn't feel like um, a card that would swing the matchup right at all. It almost feels like
0: two is too few things to remove in, like, attacking matchups. Sure. And kind of, like, more mill matchups, you can draft, like, a couple times. And, you know, now Mewtwo has, like, six attackers in the (laughs) Lazo. Things get a little weird. Uh, But in other scenarios, you know, seems like it'd work out fine. Um, I think we're about hitting that point where we're starting to kind of bounce off questions here. So we'll kind of open up the floor to chat. We already have some kind of queued up that we can work our way down if you have any questions feel free to ask and we'll answer in between three and five additional questions about either expanded standard pokemon in general um Mm -hmm. hair products of choice jw has really been into the hair game at least recently that's (laughs) right growing out his man bun the bun is coming it's coming you can you can feel it on the horizon
1: I'm i'm thinking another two months
0: yeah i mean progressively i feel like the like reality itself is almost like shifting as your hair is growing like i feel disturbances here in madison as your hair grows longer <laughs> i don't know
1: i mean it's you know my body is producing this you know how is it doing it <laughs>
0: crazy. crazy right crazy. <laughs> growth is crazy
1: growth is crazy wallace says Is it safe to take Ranger out? Seems like all the ADP has died. Oh, don't say that out loud, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Now the ADP comes back. Oh, shoot. We've uh, (laughs) opened the portal, the ADP portal. Um, But, uh, Riley, I think there's there's a couple things to that question. First of all, I guess I'll just ask the question. Do you think ADP in Expanded will see any play? And if you you know why or why not and then
0: should you take out ranger um will adpc play if it does it'll be pretty minimal i think people are going with more straightforward ultra necrozma decks and more straightforward dark decks so where else would it really fit from there i can't really picture anything Mm -hmm. um should you take out ranger i think it depends on the deck i think some decks are more compatible with ranger than others and can more easily slot it in, and also more effectively use it. So, namely, sure. I'm thinking of special energy-reliant decks. Um, set themselves up to be locked entirely out of the game to something like a Noivern or a Gears Hina, if you don't play a ranger. And in, sure. that, in those kind of decks, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't play it, because you're taking a substantial risk, particularly against the Mewtwo decks that are going to try and lock you out of your special energy. Mm-hmm. So... If you're, I think it's probably safe to take out if you're playing like a basic energy deck or something like that. Now you do open yourself up to some weird stuff if you take it out, but I think realistically it'll be fine. Sure. Um, Fire Flame Zero asks, is Meowth VMAX actually any good? (laughs) You know what? I would love to see someone play Meowth VMAX in Dallas. That would be totally sick.
1: How um, would you play it? I because you still have to. Is it is it an
0: evolution rule where you can just evolve it on the second turn? It's just a, yeah. It's a normal evolution. Okay. Um, it has three hundred health. I think like, it's yeah. It's, it's huge. <laughs> it's a huge meow. Yeah. yeah. Like to be fair, not a lot of things can actually get there. Like the three hundred. Uh, granted, it is weak to fighting, which is probably one of the worst types you could be. I mean, do. what
1: if you what if you put it in Guardian?
0: That would be pretty funny. <laughs> the only problem is, like, what are you really doing with it? Like, it does 200 damage or whatever. It does 300 damage, I think. No, it doesn't. What? How crazy what? do you think this card is? I thought it was broken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, if it does 300 damage, you should definitely play it, man. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. It does Maybe 200 damage. Hold up, hold up. We'll get, uh, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look, nobody fear.
0: Because uh, there's all sorts of ways I can think of to play it if it does 300 damage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. meowth Vmax. V Oh, it's 200 damage.
1: You're right. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. <laughs> can you imagine?
1: <laughs> it it has, you thought it
0: did 300 damage and you did not come up with a deck to play it in. <laughs> <laughs> you should be, frankly, ashamed of yourself.
1: Bro, everybody, chill, okay?
0: For real, you thought it three hundred damage? That I don't know. Contact.
1: That was just the number that came to my brain, okay? I, I clearly have already like discarded the thought. <laughs> I didn't already have a good deck to play.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, man, just play Coco Prism Star and Triple Excel. Like, let's just go, man. Oh, broken. Yeah, that sounds kind of good. Yeah, if it did three hundred damage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny
0: yeah uh so is it any good i mean it's tanky and i think that's what it really is going for it and the attack is like <laughs> the damage is a little underwhelming but the effect of it at least for the four energy cost the effect of it is actually pretty good like drawing three cards, <laughs> you can't complain
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i don't know how you'd make that work though like sure. what what would really offset putting a three prizer that does only 200 damage max with no real uh, actual effect. Sure. Uh, What would offset that?
1: Captain Kronk serial says, can Karen help swing the matchup for guardian versus Mewtwo, or is it not worth it?
0: Um, maybe slightly. I mean, Karen's silent lab. If you do that like twice, that could get pretty tough to deal with over time. Um, I don't think like, if you're trying to just Karen once and hope that you just win on the spot, you're in for a bad time, I think.
1: Yeah. The problem, I think, with that idea is just that if the Mewtwo player can draw out of the first Karen, um, and presumably you're Karening early when you get your first attack, if they can draw out of that and like do take the knockout, because you're not if you Karen, you're not going to be drawing more cards. Like if you leave yourself in a position where the the multiplayer can just draw out of it that turn, um, that's really not where you want to be with that deck, right? Because they could just remove all your energy from the field, um, and you think that going for the Karen play might be the best play, but in fact, it left you just with with a dead hand, or or it left your left you vulnerable um, to an attack. So I don't, I couldn't imagine Karen being. The correct like the answer,
0: um, it could be,
1: it could be. I'm not leaving it out.
0: Uh, so what I would say is I wouldn't but, play Karen to beat Mewtwo, but if you're already playing Karen because you're intending to assist your matchup versus like Vespaquin or something like that, or Night March even, or Night March, then you can use it against Mewtwo. Like it's, I won't like fault you if you play it and you have a follow up the next turn, mm. um but I wouldn't put it in your deck with the express intent of going against U Mewtwo deck. Sure. Does that sound about right? Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like
1: that. Um, what would you consider the dark horse of the expanded meta?
0: The dark horse of the expanded meta. Um, at this point, it almost feels like, like Archie's or Picaran is kind of occupying that spot, you know, where it's like good enough to beat a lot of things, but not really on anyone's radar. Um, which is kind of odd to say, especially if you look back a couple months ago, heading into um, Virginia and Portland, like Archie's was so ridiculously hyped up. So, and now nobody's talking about it whatsoever. Sure. So, uh, yeah. Do you have another dark I mean, I, horse I, that I, comes to mind?
1: I just think it suffers, like the Archie suffers from just having other Mewtwo decks be more consistent. Or, or as consistent or more consistent than it. It really just doesn't have the room to play Jirachi in it. So you're leaving your Mewtwo's weak, but Mewtwo's your own only real attacker. Um, it just doesn't... It, in theory, Blastoise is good because you have just a multitude of attacks that you can use. Uh, nobody's really talking about it, so there's no real counter. There's not really a lot of item lock in the format. I, I do think Eggro is is not the play for Dallas, which hurts my heart. <laughs> um, so, the, you know, theoretically, Archie's has some things going for it. But then you remember, okay, you're just sacking these Mewtwo's as your only attackers. And um, any Mewtwo-based deck with Dimension Valley is going to really hard punish you. I I don't see a Blastoise deck ever overcoming that. Um, plus, you could just get run off the table by Dark, right? They can just take two knockouts on your Mewtwo's. Maybe you're playing it in a different way than I'm describing it, but the way I've seen it is just Mewtwo-based Blastoise. Right. And if that's the case, then I think you have a really hard time against Mewtwo decks, and I also think it'll be very hard for
0: you to beat things like um,
1: things like Turbo Dark.
0: Yeah, Jason brings up in the chat the Tina Chomp Cthagreus deck. I've heard a lot of people talking about that deck. So it's it's almost like quickly rising out of Dark Horse status if, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> if everybody's talking about it. Um, yeah. Riley, why
1: don't you explain Tina Chomp, Cofagrigus as you know it?
0: Right. So the concept of the deck is very reminiscent of the standard Tina Chomp deck, except it kind of does the Roxy and the Mismagius at the same time. So uh, for those of you who are newer to the game, there's a Plasma Cofagrigus with the ability Six Feet Under, and you can knock out the Cofagrigus, And, uh, is just like a mouthful to say also. Yeah. (laughs) And you can place three damage counters on your opponent's side of the field. Um, and so that kind of sets up Tina shot perfectly to not only come from behind and use karate bell and counter gain, like it is in standard format, but also sets up the math preemptively to use, um, calamitous slash for the maximum effect. And with just a double dragon and a tool, you're able to use calamitous slash from one attachment while you're behind. Um, so the concept is pretty solid on paper. Um, in practice, I think it's a little harder to actually get off as effectively as you would want. Yeah. Um,
1: well, you're automatically like it's not in. It's not like it's in standard where you can just dust stone. Right, and, and that was the
0: first point I was gonna make is you don't have dust stone anymore. <laughs> so. That is a... That's a freaking sucker, man. That's a, <laughs> uh But, like, I think there is some merit to it. Like, if you're able to get your strategy off, it seems really good, right? The synergy is clearly there. Uh-huh. Um, But then you're also playing a green stack. It expanded. And that's kind of like a feels bad. <laughs> so. that,
1: there's, uh, there's no point, I think... I think to playing a greens deck and expanded, unless it's like a stall deck, I maybe could see that. Um, But even then, like there are just, I think better cards, Um, but it's the same kind of problem, right? That like a lot of decks uh, or a lot of, I feel uh, is wrong with welder in expanded where you just don't have access to the full effects of shamans, um, which is really tough. I think shaman is just one of the best draw cards that, uh, we have access to and not being able to play it, you know, to to good effect or or to any effect. I guess if you're playing a green deck, really isn't the way to go with these decks.
0: Now, I also want to say though, like maybe greens isn't necessarily the route. Like you could also just play a more typical kind of expanded deck that plays just a DDE engine. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying that is I have run onto some like Giratina focused decks, not necessarily this exact deck on the ladder and they they haven't necessarily always won but they've always been very scary to play against and they escalate very quickly um like i played against a, like a guillotine garchomp bats deck once and like oh this is just like this is just a pile of crap like i'm gonna beat sure. this for sure and sure. like he actually like totally freaked me out it felt way closer than it should have <laughs> like being a the deck <laughs> uh, so i think there's like some amount of merit there um I just don't know if necessarily it's been fully unlocked yet. Right. I think that's a very good way to put it. Right. Like if there, I think there's a best way to play it. And I don't think that way has been found and published at least yet. Um, And I have not put in enough time to find it myself. And I don't know if I necessarily will put in enough time before Dallas to figure it out.
1: Sure. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Absolutely yeah we're coming down to the wire maybe maybe we will though because you and i were talking about this deck earlier today and it feels like we almost have to give it some time now
1: <laughs> well it's like uh you know you were talking about you know you've made meme decks before real decks
0: yeah so oh for sure maybe this is it, you know? <laughs> yeah maybe well that's just further evidence like maybe we just need to sit down and play this deck hash it out yeah, yeah. Well, perf- yeah. what if we just perfected it and it was the best deck
1: okay well what if i just played it on my after dark stream
0: yeah just keep ironing it out until we like perfect it and it's all out there yeah yeah i'm for it man i'm for it okay and i think that's like a that's a perfect point to transition to i think (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't you agree
1: i i would totally agree yes this was a great episode riley thank you for
0: um i don't know
1: just being you
0: (laughs) well thank you for being you as well jw you little cutie patootie. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So that'll be it for this week, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week with our finalized insight. JW stop waving. (laughs) Our finalized insight into Dallas. And we'll also try and post some updates on our Twitter heading into the weekend. So if you follow us on Twitter, you'll get to see the most up-to-date versions of what we're thinking going into Dallas. And with that, we will catch you all next week. Peace.